Well, many of you might have already heard the news that there is a uh, an effort, an organization, an organized effort, maybe that's the best way to put it, to um, land the first Israeli spacecraft on the moon. It is being coordinated by a group called Space IL, and the director of business development for Space IL is Daniel Sat, who is uh, with us live from Israel here on a... Thursday morning at JM in the AM. Uh, Daniel, welcome to the program. Nice to speak with you. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be with you all. Where are you in Israel? What city? Uh, Our headquarters are based in Tel Aviv. It's a beautiful, sunny afternoon. (laughs) That I can imagine. Um, Is that the center? uh, Is is that the Houston or mission control of Israel? Is it somewhere near Tel Aviv or would be somewhere else in the state? The mission control will be in the Israeli Aerospace Industries Space Factory in Yehud by the airport. Unbelievable. Uh, Why is it so important to land a first Israeli spacecraft on the moon? Of course. it's First of all, we're competing in an international competition called the Google Lunar X Prize. Right. Uh, It's an international race to the moon. Uh, we are the first, we are the only Israeli team, and we're also the only team uh, in the competition that's uh, a nonprofit. We're an educational nonprofit using our whole process and the spacecraft itself to inspire and educate kids all over Israel, and we hope the world to be excited about engineering and technology and science uh, so that they'll build even more amazing things uh, in, in Israel and around the world. How many teams are there in this competition? We started as 33 teams uh, when the when the registration finished in 2010, and today there's 18 teams left. It's and, a really hard race. And you know, excuse my ignorance. There's a limit to what I know about space travel and rockets and science and all that. So bear with me for a minute, if you will. Uh, obviously, no obviously, spacecrafts have left planet Earth and have gotten to the moon before. Correct. That's correct. Yes. So what's you and I assume that that the people who built those could again build new ones and do the very same thing. What's unique about this in 2014? Yeah, what's unique here is that we are a private, uh, non-governmental organization. Until now, only empires have managed to land anything on on the moon. Uh, China, most recently, uh, the Russia or the Soviet Union and the U.S. Uh, Space IL, we're trying to show the world that for a comparatively tiny budget, a private team, a nonprofit organization uh, can break the gas glass ceiling in what's considered possible in space exploration. Uh, we're going to show the world that uh, anybody could explore outer space and thus have access to amazing new technologies and innovations that really better humanity here on Earth. So it's about democratizing space travel. Daniel Sat is with us from Israel, Director of Business Development for Space IL. Israel is uh, trying to become the first, or his group, I should say, in Israel, the first to land an Israeli spacecraft on the moon. It sounds like whether you're first or not, you're going to continue the effort to get an Israeli spacecraft on the moon. Is that accurate? Yes, absolutely. Uh, At this point, our mission has become a national movement. We have hundreds of volunteers and dozens of full-time staff and thousands of supporters all over Israel and all over the world. We hope all of you will join us, too. Um, and whether we win the competition or not, uh, the, the, the prize for the competition is really dessert. We are 
uh, going to pursue this mission fully. And when we land, it will be a new moment in Israeli history that we hope everyone watching around the world will be proud of and inspired by. Have you, uh, have you been sitting around the boardroom discussing what unique elements or objects might be on that Israeli spacecraft? After all, it's coming from Israel to the moon. Yes, we have discussed uh, some fun ideas. First of all, if you like us on Facebook, we'll take all of your profile images with us on a nano uh, <laughs> on a nano computer chip. You can say you're bringing <laughs> some fun scientific experiments, very small experiments, with us, and our our uh, computer systems will be loaded with um, amazing messages that people have been submitting as part of our campaign. Right now we're running an Indiegogo campaign where for $18 you can send a message to the moon, a 140-character tweet, if you will, and we'll be loading those on our spacecraft and bringing them with us uh, on our mission, and they'll stay there on the moon uh, sort of as a, a memento for, for, for history. So you're, you're a former, you're, you're, at one time you're from the United, you're from the United States, so, so you know the routine, you know, you're going to Israel, can you take some mail? So in this case, you're going to the moon, can you take some mail with you, huh? Exactly, <laughs> virtual mail. Right. Uh, we can't. We we are the smallest and smartest spacecraft to ever land on the moon, and and part of the reason why why that's the case is we're very careful about the mass that we bring. It has to be very very light. Uh, sending a spacecraft to outer space is a lot like sending a FedEx package. The bigger and more complex you are, the more expensive it will be. <laughs> so we're happy to take data and other uh, virtual goods with us, uh, including everybody's messages from all over the world. What will be the final size, uh, height, and weight of the spacecraft? The size will be much like the uh, an American dishwasher on legs, about 280 pounds total. Uh, that's it. <clears throat> and how does it get to the moon? Gets the moon with a combination of forces. First, we'll be launching on a commercial launcher, um, a big, big commercial launcher that's carrying something like a four-ton satellite on it. We're going to hitch a ride. It's called (laughs) piggybacking. When we leave Earth's atmosphere from the launcher, we'll separate from that, and we'll have a propulsion system on the spacecraft. And from there, we will fly 200 200 to 240,000 miles on our own to the moon. Unbelievable. The whole thing's incredible. And that launcher will be in Israel. It's not like you're taking it outside the country to launch it, right? Unfortunately, Israel doesn't have the launch capacity to get us to a high enough Earth, uh, high enough orbit from Earth. So where will we, it be? We'll have to launch from the U.S. or Russia or France. We'll, we'll, we'll know soon, but uh, Israel can't get us high enough, so we have to launch from another country. Those countries should bid for the right to launch you guys. <laughs> we think so too. <laughs> I can imagine. So, and 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 how are you being featured at the Celebrate Israel Parade? Are you are you using that platform, the big parade with a hundred thousand people in New York, to just spread the word and try to raise as much money as possible? Well, we're we're coming to New York all of next week. We're going to be uh, on the ground presenting at many of the Jewish day schools in the region, telling our story to the kids. In the evenings on May 28th and 29th, we have really fun events set up. If you go to our Facebook page, you'll see all the details you need. And then on June 1st, we're going to be co-headlining the Celebrate Israel Parade, where a model of our spacecraft will be on a fun float, and we'll have really special prizes and gifts for everybody. Uh, And it's all about 
telling the story and having people all over New York sharing our mission. We want as many people uh, from the New York region to, to join us, to be a part of history and join us on our journey to the moon. Say, so if you see something on Fifth Avenue that looks like a dishwasher, that's you guys. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Exactly. All right, how do people... A blue and white dishwasher. A blue and white dishwasher. How do people support the effort? If they want to see Space IL accomplish its goal of getting the first Israeli spacecraft on the moon, how do people go ahead and support this effort? We have a live campaign running right now on Indiegogo.com. You can find all the details at SpaceIL.com uh, and... Folks can join our mission. We're running a campaign. For $18, you can send your own message to the moon, <laughs> and we'll also send you a virtual ticket to the moon with your name on it, and you can print it out and put it on your wall. And we have a lot of other fun perks, T-shirts and official polo shirts, and you can put your name on the spacecraft. It's really about people's participation. We have most of the funds we need, it's, but at this point, we want everybody to take the spacecraft to be their spacecraft, too. Unbelievable. Um, what are, what are some of the other cool items when people get into the higher categories? Is there anything, uh, you know, extra special? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have one perk where, where folks will, will inscribe your name on the spacecraft and send you a beautiful uh, commemorative plaque. Ooh. And for one really special person, they can they can join us in our control room during the launch and landing. Oh, uh, my we'll have gosh. have one special seat for somebody who steps forward and, and supports us uh uh, to, to join us in the control room. What's the total on that one? How, how much does somebody have to give over to you guys for that one? <laughs> that's a $100,000 seat. Oh, that's a great one. I love it. By the way, I like the plaque idea. It reminds me of the old joke where the spacecraft can't get off the ground because there are too many plaques when it comes to a Jewish spacecraft. Yes, exactly. From the, from the Aliyah, <laughs> the first Aliyot. Right. Uh, there was the joke that the plaques would weigh down the plane. <laughs> uh, for us, we're not putting plaques on the spacecraft. We're engraving your name, and it will actually help us reduce the mass of the spacecraft. So the more names we get, the lighter the spacecraft will be, and the faster we can fly to the moon. You know the impact and the um, uh, just the, the inspiration that Ilan Ramon of Blessed Memory gave the state of Israel and Jewish people around the world, and even, even beyond that, people who weren't necessarily Jewish. It was amazing what he, what he was able to do in those few hours of uh, video that we have uh, from his mission. Yes. Um, right. it, it sounds from the way you're describing it that the, especially the youth in Israel are getting into this project and feeling like it's their own. They're, they're also gaining some national pride, Jewish pride, inspiration from the whole thing. Is that, is that a, an Absolutely. Un, is that an unexpected byproduct of this project? Not unexpected at all. It's all according to plan. Um, many of, all of our engineers were studying and growing up during the time of Ilan Ramon's mission, and many of them continued to pursue engineering and science in his legacy. Um, and when we launched the project, we decided to form as an educational nonprofit so that we can share the spacecraft's journey and the science and the innovation behind our mission with kids in classrooms all over Israel and now all over the Jewish world. We want to inspire kids to see science and innovation in a cool and new way um, and to become uh, engineers and scientists or at least to build their dreams into reality like what we're doing. Is it possible? You know, when, kid, when kids were growing up in the U.S. during the Apollo missions, we call this the Apollo effect, um, right. They saw not just Johnny Carson and the Beatles on their television, but they saw scientists and engineers and astronauts, and they wanted to become engineers. Uh, and it spurred a huge wave of science and innovation in the U.S. 
Um, and we want to do the same thing in a blue and white 21st century way. Oh, no question about it. As kids, we recall, you know, watching with tremendous anticipation every movement of any spacecraft uh, that was either going up or down. Um, right. Is there a possibility that part of this uh, mission will be named for Elon Ramon or, or memori- that, that you'll use this opportunity to memorialize him at all? Absol- absolutely. Uh, First of all, we work closely with the Ramon Foundation. They do amazing educational work here in Israel. And Rona Ramon, who is an amazing ambassador for science and technology education in Israel, is a close supporter, and we're proud to have her on our advisory board. Um, and, and I expect as we progress and approach our launch and landing that these themes will only continue to, um, to thrive. Unbelievable. Can you imagine if you name it like Elon 1 or something like that? That would be incredible. Of course. Um, but, uh, uh, it, it, will there be any living being or object on this spacecraft? Um, not at the moment. It's an unmanned robotic spacecraft. Uh, it allow- sending a robot to the moon is a lot cheaper and easier <laughs> than sending a human. Uh, we can accomplish a lot of the same goals, like moving and doing interesting maneuvers, sending back de- data and videos. Um, we'll be able to do a lot of cool stuff with our spacecraft. There's a small chance that we might take some living matter with us. We'll, we'll know more and we'll have something to say about that in the, in the next few months. So stay tuned. Right. Well, if you send a plant or anything, try to send an orchid. I hear the people on the moon really love those. You know, it would go very okay, nice. We'll keep that in mind. <laughs> go very nicely up there. All right. Uh, they'll be at the Celebrate Israel Parade. Look for the Space IL float as they uh, try to land the first Israeli spacecraft on the moon. And as um, Daniel Sat uh, uh, outlined for us, everybody around the world can participate in the fundraising effort. I think what you said earlier would be the easiest way. Simply go to the Space IL website. Yeah, spaceil.com, and you'll see our campaign running uh, right there on the homepage. Go watch our video, and, and we hope you'll be inspired, and we hope everyone will join our mission. Uh, we want as many people with us as possible so that uh, we can create all the impact that we envision. I'm sure this goes without saying, but uh, I would bet that there will be a live webcam so that everybody around the world could see this spacecraft go up on the day uh, when it's finally scheduled. So uh, I can tell you right now, I can think of many, many people that I know, uh, friends, family, and otherwise, that will be glued to their computers watching this amazing accomplishment. <laughs> Google will be actually live uh, video casting the launch and landing on Google.com. So Whoa. when we launch and land, you'll see it on the Google Doodle for that day. Unbelievable. Uh, Daniel Sat, thank you so much for checking in with us. Uh, enjoy New Thanks York City. I hope a lot of people, and I'm sure a lot will, uh, will join the fundraising effort and to uh, help Israel get to this uh, amazing next step when it comes to space travel. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, and we look forward to seeing everybody in New York next week. Unbelievable. Uh, look for them at the Celebrate Israel Parade Space IL. If you go to their website, you can get information, and obviously we're encouraging everybody to support something that is going to go down as a uh, an amazing effort um, uh, for national pride and uh, Jewish pride and uh, uh, Israel, whether they, whether they are the first or not, they, w- they would like to see and uh, are working toward getting the first Israeli spacecraft on the moon, a really interesting and incredible project. Eight o'clock in the morning on a Thursday, and this is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.